Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Donnie to his Marie Osmond, Michael Howard. I'm, I got nothing. I'm not even going to try it. Hey, 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 who else is here? <laughs> I don't even want to. Michael, I can't even. No, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, Well, the only reason I bring it up is because I think they're Mormons. Oh, and? And I'm in Utah. How's that your main? I'm, oh, you're I'm in okay. Utah. Yeah, you've done it again. I'm in huh? the worst. I'm in the worst state in the union that is not in the South. Well, or... say hello to your brand new senator, <laughs> Mister Mittany Romney the Third. Yes, <laughs> Middlesworth Romney the Fifteenth. <laughs> and look, uh, look, any anyone from Utah who listens to this show, I'm sorry, but your hey, state. Fuck you. No, I'm not sorry. Your state's fucking dumb. I tried to get alcohol. And they wouldn't give me alcohol because it's President's Day and every state-run liquor store is closed. And then I had to buy hummus that I did not eat just to get a drink down at the bar. Because if it's a restaurant, they have to serve you snacks with your alcohol. Yeah. Florida. If you can't be self-deprecating about your own goddamn state, go fuck off. Yeah. Honestly. We make fun of ourselves constantly. Also, Own it, Utah. Also, you suck. Oh, who's this, by the way? Who's on the mic once oh, yeah. again? This is this is the Black Osmond. <laughs> Back again, <laughs> the third. Back on, back on the, the road, hit, y'all. The hidden Osmond, Jerry Osmond, yeah. Leroy Osmond is here. Um, Curtis Perry. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, buddy Curtis, welcome back. It's lovely to have you once again. Uh, oh yeah. I like this new road trip arrangement you guys have on your on your brand new jobs because we get I get more of my my good friends. Um, Michael, I I hate that this is the situation in Utah because I don't understand why a liquor store would have a federal holiday off because when I have a federal holiday off, I drink a lot. And if I can't get the booze I need to sustain my drinking habit on a federal holiday, nothing is worthwhile. Well, the other thing I don't get is Utah is very Republican, right? Huh? (laughs) Just a touch. And this is like the most nanny state bullshit government intervention, like, all they're all state run which is is not a free and open market for who wants to be open on president's day or not like that's like the most anti-fucking republican shit ever i expect this stuff from the you know from the liberals you know yeah you like can't sell cars on sunday in illinois exactly it's stupid i expect that kind of government regulation (laughs) bullshit wait what what did yeah. you say? Yeah, you can't you can't buy all car dealerships have to be closed on Sundays because the car dealers need to be able to hang out with their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the one day that I'm like really free to go buy mm-hmm. a fucking car because so, I work five so, days a week. So, so what happened, Kush? And this is this could be our first dumbass story. Um, what happened was apparently uh, back in the day, all the Christians went to church and were very mad that the Jewish folks were able to still sell cars on Sundays. And felt that they'd still be they'd be forced to work on Sundays instead of going to church if they wanted to make that money. But don't so, Jewish people have to laws. go to temple on Saturday? So and wouldn't also, it just work out? Yeah. Also, they have to go to temple on Saturday and then also do nothing on Saturday. <laughs> right. So like on, they're yeah. not legally allowed by God to do shit. Well, yep. it's yeah, it's sundown Friday to sundown yeah. Saturday, right? Yeah. But you give you, you give a Christian an alleyway not to work for a day. We're gonna take it. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Of course, I'm going to right. church game. What? Yeah, I, yeah. They just all actually wanted to watch football. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, honey, obviously. we can't go buy a car today. It's football and laws for the, for the Lord. 
Mm-hmm. It's for our good sweet lord. Well, everyone, how's how are your weeks going? Because um, mine's hey, can I say this? It's one in the morning. Mm-hmm. I am working on three hours of sleep in the last forty eight hours. I'm a unique mix of hopped up on caffeine, <laughs> drunk as shit, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, both of those things. And very ready tired. to chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of. I'm good. I got I got the I got things p- I need. Got all the stuff I need. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, I'm pretty well kitted out at this point because I've had time to prepare for the show. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, aside from the Utah, Utah. The Utah. But you know, I uh, I just arrived a near death experience, and I think I've downed about nine ounces of alcohol. Oh in my ten God. minutes. So it's gonna get lit. So you're you're seeing colors and hearing noises. Speaking hearing of colors, <laughs> hearing colors, friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by the way, speaking of hearing all those good things, um, so I opened tabs to, uh, you know, to do all my good stories for this show, um, and because my computer's shit, they've been loading for the last five minutes, and then one of them just started an autoplay video and just started playing, like, really upbeat music, and right when you said, oh, so you're hearing colors and seeing, like, I was like... <laughs> It started playing, and then I hit the tab because it had, like, the little sound button on it, like, on the, the Chrome window. But there was nothing on the screen in the window, so I couldn't stop the dumb music. I was like, am I... I don't know where I am right now. I'm so very tired. you've gone delirious. I've I've gone to plaid in my brain. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. All right, well, um, who's got a fun story for me this week? I have a story that uh, the headline asks a lot of questions. Um, that the story itself does not answer, and I, I need some help trying to figure this out, guys. Those are my favorite tilt stories. Mm-hmm. All right, so the, the headline is, Drunk men were hopelessly locked together with mannequin and remote control car, police say. And, I mean, you could see why I clicked on this story. I mean, sure. There's, there's so many possibilities. So, two drunk men. Uh-huh. A, uh, A mannequin. mannequin of unknown... Cardboard gender. Exactly. And, and an RC know. car. And an RC car. And, an and RC they were car. locked together in Hopeless, a... Hopelessly locked together. Hopeless embrace. Yeah. Is this is this the new version of the movie Mannequin? <laughs> this is the next sequel? Is that, is that how bad it's gotten? The story itself is five sentences. Uh, how many of those sentences contain the word penis? None. Wow, that's a Right, turn. that's what I'm that's saying. A, it, that's it, a shocker. Police in Western Germany have freed two men who became entangled with a mannequin and a large remote control car. Officers were called after cries were heard from an apartment in the city of Mainz in the early hours of Saturday. Police found the 58-year-old tenant and the 61-year-old visitor, quote, quote, hopelessly locked together, unquote, with a toy car and a mannequin, which was dressed in a knight's costume. In a knight's costume. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Officers were able to free the men who were too drunk to explain how their unfortunate predicament had come about. According to the to a police statement, the whole thing would have remained a funny episode, but the younger man of the 58 and the 61-year-old, sure. the younger man was more than impolite and now faces a charge of insulting officers. That is okay. the entire fucking story, guys. Okay, so here's what I'm reading. Here's what I'm reading. So two men, 58 and 61. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dressed up a mannequin as a medieval knight. Mm-hmm. They sat him on a large RC car. I'm going to guess a, like, uh, Power Wheels in their apartment. 
They gave him a lance, and then they fought. They set to do battle with him. And one of the men, I'm gonna guess the 61 year old, because the younger man went to jail. Um, got caught up in the lance. It just went. It, it might have penetrated him in some way that I'm not really willing to contemplate. And the younger man had to call the police. And Sorry, the, the police were like, pants is what you're saying. Exactly. And then um, once the police showed up, the younger man got very up in their face about, hey, mind your own business. Just get my older friend off of this robot lance. But they were locked together with this. So at some point, the, the younger man had to become entangled as well. Maybe he just couldn't figure out how to get him off because he wasn't able to call the cops. Um, get him off. Oh, yeah. Whoopsies. Because um, I don't know if I would have the stones to, once I had been become entangled with my, like, robot knight that I had created on my Roomba, um, it, if I had to be rescued by the police from that situation, I don't think I would have the gall to, like, give them lip about it, you know? <laughs> What if, what if they were playing a very spirited game of Twister mm. with the two of them and the What if there were three the lances out? What if there were three lances out for the for the knight's jousting situation? So, oh, so it's like a Chinese checkers kind of joust situation. Uh, Chinese checkers joust, but also Chinese finger trap. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, now, oh, now I can see how you become hopelessly entangled. Mm-hmm. Like a three-way stuff. You're in Utah. You can't. A three three way yeah. Chinese finger yeah, trap. Yeah, Michael, police are actually coming down to break down your door. <laughs> with with a with a Roomba night. <laughs> they'll never take me alive. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll probably shoot you. Yeah, no, you're you're, you're gonna die. <laughs> See? You stop a bad guy with his gun out with a good for a good guy with a gun. Oh, see, yeah, they were trying to stop the bad guy with the lance out by pulling out their own lance. Boom time. That's the only way to stop. I know anytime I think that there is a guy who is going to expose himself to me in the city of Chicago, I expose myself as well because that's the best way to fight it. Let's talk about how one becomes (laughs) entangled with an RC car. Like a grown I mean, man, how do how do you become entangled with a with an RC car? It's got to be a power does, wheels, right? It does say oh. large remote. Well, power wheels aren't remote controlled though. Unless I mean, I guess you could remote control them, but they're supposed to be driven Michael, by a small person. We've talked about how Europe, particularly Germany, is ahead of American technology. Mm. I don't know what their power wheel situation is like. <laughs> I just don't. It could be way better than ours. I'm just saying. Back in World War II. They had Vespas with cannons on them. Uh-huh. We don't have that right now. And like Panzer tanks and whatnot. But Vespas so with Panzer cannons wheels. on them. Michael, they had Ve- Michael, in World War II, <laughs> Europe had Vespa railguns, and we don't have those anymore. They're better than us at certain things, including RC cars that a man can ride into battle with a mannequin, mannequin knight. Are you trying to tell me that Vespas are, are vehicles of Nazidom? No, I'm just saying they're vehicles of war. Oh, okay. Listen, I know you're in conservative territory. I need you to get your head in the game right now, okay? <laughs> if if you're not willing to riff on this dumb shit with me, <laughs> close your mic and I'll talk to Curtis for an hour. Yeah, I'm here with you, friend. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go all the way. Let's get after it. Michael, so you wait, brought this did, story to me. Did if you're not Germans... willing to play in my, in my sandbox, <laughs> I'm done with you. Did the Germans... <laughs> 
So the Germans mounted the cannons on the Vespas, the rail guns on the Vespas. Was it were the Italian people riding the Vespas? They were allies. Or were they or were they French? It was a recoilless cannon. It was a recoilless cannon. Okay, I'm going to send you plans I got a recoilless cannon for you. Oh my god. Guys, I am so tired right now. You can't be doing this. Recoilless rifle Vespa. One second. I'm going to send this to you. Wait, this is a real thing that exists. This you weren't just real making this up. No, I this is real. Recoilless rifle rifle Vespas. The Vespa well, see, 150. I, I was confused about what space we were trying to play. I thought we were creating new weapons before. No, you Michael, literally a Vespa designed to take on tanks. This existed. It had a one four it had a one fifty cc engine, but it could blow up a fucking tank. Why don't we have those now then? Again, I don't know. Maybe these <laughs> I also I also found a picture of a donkey with a rocket launcher attached to his back. <laughs> okay, now I need a Dan Carlin hardcore history that's just four hours of him talking about <laughs> different vehicles. And once of again, war. once again, the mule rode into battle. <laughs> what they called it was a rocket okay. ass. Yeah, look at this. So there's a. So first of all, there's the Vespa with the tank cannon, also multiple rocket launchers on the side, and then here's the donkey with the um, massive, massive rocket launcher. <laughs> that looks like it would have hit the donkey in the head. Right? Uh, no, right between the ears. Right. It's finally calibrated. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like the machine guns on the propeller planes. I get it. Yeah. I- I'm just kidding. Don Quixote could do some damage with that thing. <laughs> That's a real Rosinante. Okay, I think I'm the only one playing in this space, so who's got a cool story for me? Let me let me ask you ask you fellers a question. Yes, please. Um if you were going to give someone of uh of, of mixed race background um a gift representing um Martin Luther King Day, mm-hmm. what would the worst thing you could get them be? Oreo. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Okay. That's 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 up there. That's not bad. But oh. um, I was gonna say bus ticket, but then I felt really bad about myself. <laughs> how how about a watermelon? Yeah, it's pretty bad. That says yeah. on it. Oof. That says on it. Happy Black Day. On one side, you had to customize the wa- the already the, racist gift you were minute, giving. The other side says Happy Half MLK Day. Oh, <laughs> no, though. The owner of a Michigan bar is apologizing after he and his employees gifted a biracial employee a watermelon on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh, no, though. And they had to they had to double down by saying right. half like like also Martin Luther King Jr. Day isn't important for everyone in the U.S. <laughs> so it, <laughs> yeah, it just. Well, not even double down. It's just like, it's like the person who tries to explain their joke. Like, okay, yeah, you, your joke just wasn't funny. Like, just because you explain it more. No, Michael, you by don't By writing get it. things on it. See? So they basically, they wrote, they made a joke. They made a joke with the watermelon. And then he mansplained it on the watermelon. He mansplained he, his own joke. Sorry, white-splained. white-splained. He white-splained the joke. <laughs> he explained <laughs> Oh, God, it's so good. In what uh, situation is a watermelon an acceptable gift to anybody? If you've invited them over for Fourth of July, yeah, that's yeah. more. That's not really a gift, though. That's just if like a party favor. If you filled it, if you filled it, it with booze, so I can yeah. put it in my pool, yeah, for a pool party. 
That's fair. Here's the thing. If if you've established with that friend that that you're not a terrible person, you could give me a watermelon kush. And I would not be, I'd be like, he gave me a delicious fruit. Thank I you mean, so much. I mean, he could, but he it. wouldn't, though. I know he wouldn't. That's the thing. But well, we do have friends who would give me a watermelon, and I'd, put, I'd throw it into their face. The thing is, I Intent. might. In, in a certain situation, I might deliver a watermelon, probably full of booze, uh, onto your home. Um, here's the thing, But though, not for MLK I, Day. No. <laughs> not for MLK Day. Well, Don't maybe ever do for, that. Hey, hey, I, maybe. Just, you know, if we're having a party. But I wouldn't write a message on it in Sharpie marker. <laughs> Just be like, hey, this one's for you, bud. <laughs> not, o- not only did I... Th- very thoroughly think this through it's not like i accidentally just was like oh you i need a gift i'm in the produce section those watermelons look nice no no no. i so thoroughly thought this through that i wrote things on both sides for you let's let's hear from the owner in his apology letter that obviously had to go out a little bit ago let's hear what we got many of you have expressed your outrage over this incident and you are right i take full responsibility i saw the gift and i didn't stop it in fact in a lapse of judgment, I also joined our employees in signing it. Well, I thought it was an innocent inside joke between employees who are friends, as the owner and I should have recognized the inadvertent message, stepped in, and stopped this behavior. Inadvertent? <laughs> yeah, pointed, actually. <laughs> Very, like, two-pointed. Ah, uh, yeah. People are dumb. And that's People Michigan. Are- hey, at least it's not Florida, y'all. You know, someone else got to take that one. Yeah, uh, can't, can't. There's too much Florida. Um, yeah, the Midwest is not showing out well in the whole racism department recently. No. No, hmm. we're god awful at it. All right, so, bring some joy back to this, y'all. Who's got something funny? Well, I was going to ask, and th- we can cut this immediately. Go for uh, it. I'm, just, it's, I'm <laughs> only asking it, this again because I am in the weird mix of everything I am right now. What if you just, like, you got that and you were pretty mad about it, yeah. but then you're also just like, shit, I am kind of in the mood for watermelon it is hot outside and it yeah. does so, look crisp and so, delicious so i take it i take a picture of it right take yeah. a picture of it send it to all my friends on facebook let them see how how angry it is and then i take it home i mean i'm eating i'm it's my watermelon you give right. it to me right. so i'm eating it right but i'm i'm definitely gonna document the fact that this happened you're still it's, getting i mean you're it's gonna sued. be on the gram for sure yeah yeah, yeah you're gonna not gonna bad. waste a perfectly good no, food dude. item no man I mean, a friend of ours almost swiped a watermelon, you know, mid-tubing trip. <laughs> no, names don't need to be don't need to be said, but it almost happened because they're so delicious and it looked like it was ice cold in that river. So I, watermelon's damn good. I'm not just tossing that out, man. Right, but we had to talk him out of it because he would have gotten shot. Because if you steal another person's watermelon, you're probably going to get shot. Yeah, in the south, it's a it's that's punishable by death. You get buried in uh-huh. my grave for that shit. <laughs> don't do that. Don't steal watermelon. You know, and, um, you know, don't, don't fuck another man's sister. That's his job. Anyway. <laughs> man. Gonna I cut grew. that one. <laughs> I, y'all, I grew up y'all, the one, y'all the ones talking about the Osmonds, bro, not me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually true. I mm. actually, that's, that was all on Michael. I skipped over that. I didn't want any part of that. Um, hmm. Well, I guess speaking of, this is adjacent. Um, what y'all know about Fergie? Oh, oh! She's saying probably the worst national anthem that I've ever heard live. Like while I was watching, like it happening while I was watching it. Like the Carl Lewis, the Roseanne Barr. I was, I don't, I was not watching those. I was too young. 
to be watching those. But that was definitely the worst I've heard. Have you seen the the reactions of the NBA players' faces? They've cut it. <laughs> Draymond Green's face in that is like one of the best things in the world. They can't uh, take it. Like it wasn't just that she was singing it poorly. It was that she just kept putting in weird syllables. Like banner became like 17 syllables. That's one of the things about when people decide to do like interesting quote unquote things with the national anthem. Like (laughs) it's just like they put their own twist on this song that is like pretty specifically one thing that does not need them to sing it. And like it never works out. And like Fergie apparently apologized today after. So we're recording this late Monday night. Um, she re- she re- uh, sorry. She apologized saying she's like, I just wanted to do something unique. <laughs> and here's what I don't understand, though. Like they they have to rehearse this, right? Like somebody had to hear her rehearsing this and be like, yeah, no, that sounds good. Good, Ferg. I mean, not you necessarily, right? They just had to do a sound check. They don't have to sing the song. No, but I'm saying like her her people beforehand. She had to be like, I'm going to sing the national anthem. She had to practice at some point, right? Or she just figures she just goes out there and just does she it. She went out there and did it. Just you know, wait. At a certain point, if you're one of Fergie's people, are you allowed to say no to Fergie and still be one of her people? I don't. Yeah, like if you hear her singing, you're just like, hey, Ferg, that's not Fergalicious. <laughs> You it's actually to, it's not Fergalicious at all. You need to take take some of the Ferg off of that, actually. Yeah, yeah it's like, got I just, too I, much Ferg. I just want to tell like all singers outside, unless unless your name is is Adele, like Alicia Keys, we know that we all saw Whitney Houston sing the national anthem in Super Bowl twenty five, and she sang it for a really long time, and she murdered it, and she's a once in a lifetime voice. You're not her. Do not try to do this shit. <laughs> Just sing the fucking song and walk away. Yeah. Like, so, Curtis, if you get America the Beautiful or some shit, do do yeah. Don't do what fucking, or, or don't do don't, you, don't try to do Marvin Gaye's fucking verse. Just just do sing your shit how you can sing, which is probably not that well. You're probably just like an entertainer rather than a singer. Just sing it and walk away. If All you, you get do. America the Beautiful, you can take a scorched earth policy to that fucking <laughs> song. Make that nine minutes long. I don't care. That's fucking fine. The National Anthem, you get a minute 45 and you're in and out. That's it. Any other song, yeah, you can lay waste to it. I don't give a shit. With that one, just do your thing. Get you, know what else, you know what else I loved about the National Anthem was that they'd had the Barenaked Ladies come out and sing the Canadian National Anthem. And I think there is probably like five people that are like legally allowed to sing the Canadian National Anthem at sporting events because I think it's like Bare Naked Ladies, like Brian Nickelback, Adams. Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. And like, probably uh, Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace. That's yeah, it. Like, <laughs> but every time in the United States we have to be like, oh, we need to get some hot person to sing. And she's like, no, man, just just grab like, uh, I don't know. Anyone. Anyone. A- a- like literally was, any... I, any warm body who's not the president of the United States who apparently doesn't know the words, like let them sing it. You're fine. Three people. Three people popped into my head to say, and then I realized that all three of them were British. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I said Adele. I'm sorry, she's the best singer in the world. It is what it is, man. Like, she wants to sing the song, she can. Or what's the song that's the same as uh, "God Save the Queen"? We made into a new song because we're assholes. God save the president. No. <laughs> Our country tis with my country tis with thee. Uh, oh, yeah. Right? That's God, just each, that's just God save God, the queen. Each just shit great fucking Britain. sing that. <laughs> Choke on it. Um Curtis, it's really funny that you bring up Super Bowl 25 and Whitney Houston because I meant to bring this up 
a couple weeks ago, um, actually right after the Super Bowl, I found like a video of the worst Super Bowl halftime show of all time, which was that Super Bowl. It was in Tampa. It was in Tampa. That it was. Uh, Whitney sang, you know, the national anthem to open the, the games. But instead of, you know, right now the Super, the Super Bowl halftime show is just a massive thing. You know, even if it is JT and bad, everyone's going to watch it. Um, but back in the day, Super Bowl 25, they didn't air it because uh, they cut live to coverage of the Gulf War invasion. Oh, right. But apparently, the Super Bowl halftime show was an all-children's show, and all of the kids were under the age of 12 and Ooh. awful, and half of it included, like, Disney characters singing and dancing, um, and, like, all of the kids are bad. The show is a train wreck. Like, I actually can't imagine if they showed this on TV in primetime, like, today. I would have thrown my TV through, the like, a fucking window. It's so bad. We used to do really bad with spectacle as a country. Remember, the opening to the 94 World Cup, we had Diana Ross um, have to kick a ball into a makeshift goal. And mm. she missed that some bitch by a good like ten feet. It is sad news, and they still like broke it apart. Like she made it, like yay, we made it. What are we doing right now? What? We Why? did we did pretty good with the '96 uh, Olympics, though. That's because Atlanta has some soul to it. Uh, that's that's about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for the Magnificent Seven and Carrie Strug, you know, getting on a broken ankle and doing work, could have been a disaster. We had mm. a bombing. Don't forget that we had a bombing. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and then we we blamed the wrong dude for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. And that Thanks was before America. Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, I want to play you a clip of uh, this halftime show, uh, including a nine-year-old child singing the biggest tune of the uh, the show. Here we go. Speaking of which, here's our first halftime star, a perfectly cute little kid singing Wind Beneath My Wings. Kids got the best bowl cut in the whole fucking world. It's Jesus. And then that it cuts to so live bad. footage of George H.W. Bush and Barbara Bush just in the Oval Office looking awkward as all fuck. Oh my god, that that kid was bad. Very bad. And you couldn't even see his haircut. I will post pictures. It's bad. Um, well, I know we have a pretty serious debate coming up um, on the nature of humanity and dental hygiene. Uh, but before we get into that, I, I just want to run through a quick story. Um, so, Michael, you know, Curtis, if you've listened to past catalogs of this show, you know that we uh, we love to see dogs doing unnatural things, particularly running the governments of towns. Um, but this is a step up to a dog who is in the running or was in the running for governor of Kansas. <laughs> and I mean, it's a I'm logical next that, step. Yeah, no, I mean, at a certain point. This government, our our nation's government is dysfunctional beyond belief. To be Humans fair, can obviously no longer be trusted to run it. To be fair, do you guys know the name of the current governor of Kansas? Uh, Tom Brownback. Sam Brownback. Sam, Sam Brownback. Brownback. Doesn't that sound like a dog already? That does actually sound, sound like, like a, a dog breed. Come here, Sammy. <laughs> Give me it a- sounds like a very good dog and not a very <laughs> bad government yeah. that cuts taxes and then like, loses all the revenue to a state and has to be like, oops, we fucked up. And then also like... Yeah, we'll vote for tax cuts nationally. That's what that sounds say, like. I was going to say, I've got a half Beagle, half Sam Brownback. Not bad. <laughs> you know, good boy. Good boy. He 
It does sound like a very, very good boy. Half brownback, half uh, Brussels raffin. Well, so apparently a a dog's application uh, to run in the Kansas gubernatorial race has recently been rejected, despite his owner insisting that, quote, he has all the qualities necessary to be a governor. (laughs) I agree. You know, he's loyal. Um, You know, he's not going to say he's not going to put his foot in his mouth in the, the figurative sense. Literally, yeah. he will though. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, he's, he's not going to be any scandals. Um, he's not mm. going to. Mm. You don't know though. Is he? Is he fixed? I mean, he might poop on the floor. I guess would that be a scandal? No. Well, like what we have right now. So mm. in in the words of uh, so the dog, a three year old Vizsla, uh <laughs> named Angus, his owner who wanted to run him as a Republican, which is the only thing you, I think you can do in the state of Kansas. Um, he was turned down. Uh, Angus's bid was turned down by the Kansas Secretary of State's office, but uh, his owner, Taryn Woolley, uh, said that um, he read a rule uh, about who could run for governor of Kansas, and he saw that six teenagers had applied for the race, and there were no guidelines stipulating a lower uh, age limit or threshold for candidates, so... Basically, he discovered there's also nothing barring animals from entering the race. So he literally uses the airbud rules uh, of gov- gubernatorial races that ain't no rules as a dog can't be governor of Kansas and put his dog forward to be governor of Kansas. I mean, I'm down with that. I don't, what are you supposed to do, man? He's right. If the dog he, can win, fuck it. We've talked about this before. I don't know about on this show, but at, Curtis, at your wedding... When you were off doing, you know, wedding things. Uh, oh, I had come back by the time this happened, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it, you took your sweet time about it, which, hey. Congrats. You damn right um, I did. Hey, well, well, we were, uh, me, our friend Oded, and uh, your, your good friend Joe and his wife were hanging out in the swimming pool late at night. And uh, Joe's wife, I believe, is a veterinarian. That she is. And um, we had a discussion about could a cat become a veterinarian? Could a cat become a doctor? Become a doctor, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pardon me. Yeah. And she said, no, absolutely not. A cat can never be a doctor. To which our friend Oded just shouted at her for about 20 minutes that if a cat put itself through med school and learned how to flip pages of a book with its little paws and <laughs> passed its boards and went through three years of residency, why couldn't a cat be a doctor? And she says, that's ridiculous. A cat could never be a doctor. She says, well, you're a cat racist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he made excellent points. At the beginning of that debate, I was on her side. I was like, it's ridiculous for a cat to be a doctor. And then by the end, I, I was like, I wanted to cheer. Yeah. Pretty convinced she was a was and is an active cat racist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, you know, she has cats. And so she's like, oh, I have a cat. How could I be a cat racist? But like deep down. Yeah. We know. You don't think your cat's going to achieve. Yeah. yeah. Well, I here's was, a quote from. Oh, oh I'm going to say this, though. Go, so, so there were questions during my wedding whether or not we had been successful. There were some issues with the DJ, um, some problems with some hotel rooms, I know, uh, happening in our in our resort area there. But the fact that we had a 24-hour heated pool and that when I came out of, you know, wedding time to a group of people who were drinking a a gigantic gallon of stolen wine, it looked like, from a store and arguing about cat doctors, I knew that we'd been successful. If your friends can argue about that, that, that level of awesomeness... For Some sure. very nice people in the hot tub gave us that jug of wine. Thank you. Oh, the veterans much. that were there. Yes, they yes. did. Yes. 
Yeah. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your wine. Uh, also, Curtis, I had to switch rooms at your wedding five times because uh, I found uh, water leaks, chicken wings in my bed, uh, upturned trash on the floor. Um, yeah, I don't know was, why that resort hated you and and, and Odette. I, I hated everybody else. Everybody else was yeah, fine. My room was We were great. the only people they actively hated. But I do want to share a quote from you um, from Taryn Woolley, the owner of Angus, the three-year-old Vishla. Quote, I do believe he's a caring, nurturing individual who cares about the best for humanity and all creatures, other than squirrels. <laughs> I can get behind a very anti-squirrel kind of campaign. Wait, his dog's can... name is Angus Woolley? Angus Woolley. He gets elected immediately. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's I a mean, governor's sa- fucking name. He sounds like a Republican governor yeah, from Give Kansas. me that guy. Yeah. I'll vote for him twice. Air, Airbud Air <laughs> 15, the puppiner. Nice. I'll give it to you. That's mm. fine. I'll take it. That's, it's the best yeah, I can do. Mean, it's not your. It's not it's your a, best. It's not it's your a, worst. It's but, all right. It's all right, buddy. Um. So. Um. Well. Uh. Before we get into any further stories, it's time for Michael. You want to sing it? Sponsored content. This week's episode of Trends in Low Places is brought to us by the Elizabeth Hotel in downtown Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh Ooh, shit! Yeah. Sounds fancy, Curtis. Tell me more. Oh, it is fancy, gentlemen. It is part of the autograph collection of Marriott Hotels, and it is fucking kitschy, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This son of a bitch just opened a few months ago. I've been here twice now, and it is magnificent. The restaurant doubles as a wine market, so you just go down there and- A wine market? There's Yeah, there's a whole market full of wine and cheese and, and, and fancy French shit. Oh, you bougie, bougie, huh? See, because yeah, I'm bougie, staying in a Marriott, too, is a motherfucker. but my Marriott sucks. I also connected to this place is is a goddamn late-night bar with uh, live music every night and a sunset uh-huh. lounge that allows you to eat, look at the mountains of Colorado. Eat shit, Howard. Alcohol. Yeah, Late night. Pretty, What's yeah, up? Lots of drinks. Uh, Great Manhattan. Curtis. Good shit here in old Fort Collins. Love this hotel. Gonna come back a whole bunch. But one of the things we do have in every room I've been in so far, which is a grand total of two, is That's a enough. suitcase trend. that I believe was a suitcase, but turns out was a record player. And you think they give you a record player? Do they give you records? Oh fuck yeah, they do. Yeah, Curtis. Last week you shared with us, or last time we were on two weeks ago, you shared us with a, a number of records that seemed delightful. Um, Correct. Is the is the record collection different from room to room? Oh, it is. Because uh, last week, the last one had a collection were all of records in Spanish, in, in Espanol, as <laughs> yes. it were. This week, I'm I'm seeing the top one. And the top one is John Williams, the Boston Pops, Isle Seat Graffiti Film Music. Now, a great film music, sorry. I have not seen the rest of them. Let's explore it together, shall we? Ooh. Please. Please. John Williams is a strong start. Yeah. Curtis, if you're going to be on the road so much, I actually, this is going to be a recurrent segment where you just walk us through the <laughs> the albums in your in your hotel room. Now, I may not Denver. be back on for like a month or so, but I will be back in Denver for a while here. I hope so. Uh, Mike, on my new job, it's pretty dope. Uh, so here we go. So got God, John I, would, I would listen to that. Right? right. Sounds good. good. I'm, not, I'm not able to read them as much as you guys are because I'm, I'm just flipping them off. So here we go. John, John Parr. Parr. Oh, that is a, the, he should be John. called John Perm, more like. John Parr. Magnificent. What's it called? Uh, running the Endless Mile. Okay. Y'all? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. very futile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Beatles. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's a... Man, that's these are way better than your last wow. one. Curtis, what you got there? Is you it got Beatles, Beatles in like Finnish or something? <laughs> yeah, this is Beatles in it. Uh, that's that's, no, that's in Espanol I th- or Italian. I can't tell. What's Anaska? 
Los Beatles, Sun Curtis, pull it, pull it pull towards pull it you. Through. We can't see it. it, yeah, it oh, sorry. Also, sorry. thrilling radio we're doing here. This is the best. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Kanoska Beatles. So meet yeah. the Beatles, is, but in the Beatles. Meet the Beatles, but it is. And then I see some sort of ACDC in your right hand, Curtis. It, it, Pull yeah, that so forward real beat, please. Meet the Beatles Spanish. I say. I'm, I'm going to listen to the fuck out of this tonight, just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Uh, here we go. Yeah. The old ACDC. Which oh one? God. Okay. Razor's Edge. Edge. Very nice. Oh, man. Thunderstruck is side one. Oh man. Yeah, Curtis, if you want to just pop that yeah, on we can real do a quick, little, we'll just quick little thunder. Play a quick round Shit. of thunder. I may have to. That is serious right there. Okay, what do we got last here, gentlemen? Guys, I've told you about my 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 dying wish, right? With for Thunderstruck? Us, yeah, for us to all do thunder uh and then throw the beer the empty beers into your into your grave. Exactly. Okay, yeah. good. We got, we got it. So, Don't worry. Got, That's uh, I had that so written we got, down. We got Paul McCartney, give my regards to Broad Street. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. That is a weird room. sort of. It looks like a, a crazy bad like cartoon detective is stealing Paul McCartney's brain. It does it does? So this is definitely this is happening. It looks like he's uh, stealing tonight. like his the back of his chair. I'm gonna put on yeah. the old thunderstruck tonight. But uh, yeah, no. So so the Elizabeth Hotel, Fort Collins, Colorado. Y'all, if you you want to go to a kitschy hotel that has a bar, a great restaurant, and a wine market, and also a record player in it with records, get after it. That's hipstery it's, as fuck, right? It there. really, Fort it Collins. really fucking is. There's Fort a, there, I have thunder. a barn door in my bathroom. It's a barn door, a fucking sliding barn door. Why? Because fuck you, it's awesome. That's why. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I have a, private. I have a sponsor for us. Okay, go a new on, sponsor. Uh, this is this is our newest sponsor. Um, they're promoting a new beer, Dogfish Head Brewery. Oh really? Yeah, some you know they make some really good beers. I got those makers of 120 minute IPA and such forth and whatnots. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, they thought, you know what people really enjoy having around their face? All the hops in the world. Mace. People really enjoy mace in and around their face. So, like, what if we gave people the opportunity to imbibe mace in a beer? Uh huh. It's called in your mace. And it is a it is a beer that is partially brewed with uh, capsaicin, uh, the active yeah. ingredients in, in pepper spray. Um, yeah, they had to brew it wearing full body suits, face masks, and respirators. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is this beer just a weaponized brew for uh, like ladies to throw into the eyes of like like their lover when they get mad at them? Yeah. See, it's a it's a like a more discreet way. To have mace, so you don't have to carry it on you. You can just be like, "Oh, somebody's bothering me at this bar. Hey, waiter, can you bring me that new dogfish head beer?" And then you throw it at them like a smoke bomb, and then you run away. And then they start screaming very loudly in the middle of the bar because their eyes are burning. <laughs> um, I do want to know who is the target market for this because I've had spicy beers before and I don't care for them. I think if one could also burn my eyes out of my skull, I really wouldn't be into it. They claim that it only has it has a noticeable heat, but it's not going to like burn a hole through your throat or stomach. But I don't believe them. But what about the eyes? Mm-hmm. Like, what if what if it splashes into my eyeballs though? Which happens because I'm a very messy drinker, Michael. You know this. <laughs> yeah. What if somebody's like? Hey. I am very much like Shamu. There is a splash zone around my <laughs> drinking. Uh, I will get you if you're within twelve feet of me. This should be the new uh, trend. Instead of like icing people, you should mace people but not by, the way, not by macing them 
but by, by the way, making them drink a mace did beer. i tell you that i got iced within the last two weeks of my life yeah i saw i saw a picture of it and i was i was very I, concerned as to why this is still happening my i have just bad other friends <laughs> And I walked into a house for a friend's birthday, and he he handed me a bottle. I was like, oh, look at this birthday gift I got. And he handed me a box of, of Macallan 12, which is a nice box. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I held it in my hand. I shook it very slightly. And it was snug in there. I was like, oh, how cool is this? I opened the top, and it was a fucking liter and a half bottle of Smirnoff ice. Oh. Warm. And I had to go down on one knee and drink it. That you was, didn't have to do anything, Kush. Michael, my, you're a grown-ass 30-something-year-old person. Yeah, I am a grown... Are you listening to Small World, Curtis? What are you doing? <laughs> um, no, yeah, I am a grown-ass 30-something-old person. I don't even know. And I, I abide by rules. I'm a Oof. rule follower. If someone ices me, I will yell at them very mean words, and then I will drink that liter and a half of a smear on mm. ice, and I'll if cry I don't, about if it. I, I'm, a, I'm a libertarian, Kush. If I don't agree with your rule, I'm just not following it, and Listen, you can't make me. Michael. Keep your big, does, keep big smear off ice out of my life. Michael, does every smear off ice I'm forced to drink represent a vast theft from my personal wealth? <laughs> yes, of course it does. Obviously, and I Icing hate Icing is theft. Icing is theft. Of course it is, and I hate that, but also- I'm a man of my word, and I've entered into a nonverbal contract that if I see an ice and it is delivered to me unsuspectingly, I have to drink it. I have to get down on one knee and chug that bad boy, and that's fine. This this contract you've entered into with the for this icing situation is this yeah. is this just with the the world in general with society? It's like a it's like a uh, yeah, Mike Michael, like I the treatises on two icings. Listen, I hate to say this, but if you or anyone in this world ices me, I will get down on one knee and drink it. God, I, you're so lucky we don't actually have like a cadre listeners? of listeners <laughs> yeah. that could find you because you would just be iced for the rest of your life and Snaking I would an ice cold cackle. Freezer. The thing is, enough of my friends, including, hey, Dave, this is a message to you. Don't send me any fucking Smirnoff ice. Like people Wait, so will... if I if do I have to be in person or if I send you a package and you open it, you're you have to That's drink it. That's actually the perfect fucking ice. We had a friend, Faith, uh, who's a lawyer, sent a secure courier between law firms <laughs> with a Smirnoff ice in it to another friend, and and that was the best ice I've ever heard of. Cause I cannot no, believe that we are still talking about icing in the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> Not still, again. It's again. come back because of my dumb idiot friends. Fuck. Which, by the way, he's a doctor. He's a physician. <laughs> he should know better. Doctors he are insane. Know better. I know this. That, trust me. We're it, just what it that is. Will, it, that Smirnoff ice is going to give you diabetes. Dude, dude no, literally, so the, obviously the diet that I think we're all on, no sugar. I had more sugar in seven seconds than I have in the last four years. It sucked. Ugh, it would have taken me seven minutes to drink a liter and a half of Smirnoff ice. Guys, hey. We have the most important, the most important question of the day. But okay, okay. Before we before we do that, y'all, I gotta talk about it real quick. Before, before we go into the, the 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 debate of the century, which I'm hoping is gentlemen are human beings. We don't be much of a debate, but you know, we'll see what the fuck happens. Let's talk about TrumpDating.com, y'all. <laughs> okay, mm. stupid. It is the b- <laughs> damn it, Michael. Is this like FarmersOnly.com, but? <laughs> Dumber. But it's worse. pharmony.com. But or yeah. Okay. I stole, I stole that one. So so it's a dating site in which you can only be a straight male or a straight woman. 
mm-hmm. looking for companionship. But you can be married. Correct. You can be happily oh, married absolutely. too, actually. It's, it's Trump dating, Michael. What the fuck do you want to be? <laughs> Are you serious? That's actually a thing. You could be happily married and also yes. be looking to date. Yes. But you you can't be non-binary or mm-hmm. like, oh, goodness. Somebody gracious. somebody called it uh, Ashley Mogason, which yeah. I thought was pretty good. I've always found that when you're launching a new digital service or product, you want it to be as stupidly niche as possible Mm. and not available to anyone at large, particularly (laughs) when it comes to like a peer to peer sort of like transactional situation. Um, What do you think the ratio of males to females is on that? Uh, ninety to like (laughs) nine to one for sure. Here's the thing: to be fair, it's it's actually smart if you're charging enough money, right? Because uh, you know we live in large cities. Isn't that Trump's all, mantra? All, all of us, uh, right? No, C- Curtis, it's only smart if you're charging money on the sign-up. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> yeah. that's it. But I mean, we, we live in large cities, right? Where most people are living these days. And and it's it's hard to find a Trump supporter in a large town. So if you're somebody who really wants somebody who agrees with you politically, it's not a bad service to have around. The thing is, so in a large city, you can find anyone. This is a service for, like, the boonies and the sticks. And, like, every. I don't think you're you're gonna need that. I'll be honest. This is for me. In a large city, there are certain like code words in a Bumble or Tinder profile that will make me swipe immediately right. <laughs> nope. Sorry. You mean you mean left. mega? Is that good? I would say is is right bad or good? Uh, sorry. Swipe left. Uh, if oh. I see the word patriot or an American <laughs> flag emoji. It means yeah. you're a By shit way, mouth. Yeah, Kush. I honestly, I like Michael's saying, I don't know what those what left or right is. Oh, oh, sorry, fellas. Which one's which? Step into my office. It's a bad place to be. <laughs> swipe right's bad. That's it. no swipe right is good. Right, I, is I good. misspoke because again, I'm on a stupid cocktail of caffeine, anger. No, I get you. So, so fatigue on, on and the, alcohol on, on the on the on the uh, the game show, The Wall. My wife and I watch it. And they ask that question, like, which is the bad one? Swipe left, swipe right. I'm like, I honestly don't understand. I don't know. Um, so because do they I all might... use the same? I feel like there should be a dating app that just like is the opposite, but doesn't tell anyone. Well, that so would one be of my fucking friends hilarious. and uh, TM, 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 no one still this our listeners. And actually, I think she's a she is a listener. Uh, Kate, uh, don't steal so it from yourself. No, I'm just going to say uh, I'll bare bones it. It's basically a dating app that lets your like married and coupled up friends pick the people you date for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, Do it. so, so, Do so it. like, sh- so Do all it. you married fuck faces who want to one meddle in our lives and two want to just like play God with our lives and three want to play God with dating apps. Um, you can just go to town and swipe to your heart's content. I mean, it's a great idea because yeah. I really think dating apps are for married people who I mean, like, want to I, hook I people want to up. do it, but I already have two kids. I'm, I'm like God to them at this point because I, you know, provide them food and shelter. Michael can probably do this for you and do pretty well. No, Curtis, don't you dare. You think given given the the chance for you and Tammy to control my dating life, oh, yeah. you wouldn't just oh, be like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, we that. would all day long. No, it's funny. So like when I was, you know, I felt like an old man because there was some at my old at my last job. Some folks in their twenties kind of came to me and said, "Curtis, what was it like to date before uh, Tinder and internet dating?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You had to say hello. You had to say hi and have game." I feel like an old man. I'm like, "Oh, you can just swipe left and say I'm gonna have sex now." Yay! So. Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't. I honestly Curtis. don't. I have not been like Kush. I have not been on a date 
since outside of my wife and since 2006. So you want me to boo? You want me to boo who that you're in a yeah, happy relationship? Yeah, I mean, but also- I I know I know that that's not how it works. Curtis, you really just think you're just like, well, I'm going to swipe right and my dick well, is getting no, I'm not saying that's right. how it works, but I'm just saying like you, you don't have to. You, it comes you, you, out you, of the bottom of the phone. You put your dick in it. There's there's less having to actually meet someone. You see the picture and say, okay, I'm willing to talk to them. So how is that different from going to a bar though and seeing a girl? Across the bar and being like, "Yeah, I want to go talk to them." Well, because because before you go to her, <laughs> well, uh, my before you go, you know she already swiped on you, right? Yeah, critically important. You have rather one. than being like having to go up and say, "Hey, my wife famously told me I don't want anybody to date right now." The first day we met, so it was a tough road to hoe. Rather than being like, "Hey, we both swiped. How you doing?" Uh, different, I guess. Different but like Curtis, at a bar, I'm be very at a bar, with you if if. If a girl I was interested in and I walked up to her and she was like, I'm not looking for anyone to date right now, I would have evaporated into like <laughs> a billion pieces of Michael Cushing and just would have like flown away like a vampire and just would have like apparated 10 miles away. But I, I really don't feel like it's that different. I really don't feel like it's that different. Like if you're at a bar, at least at least for, for most guys, well, I won't say most guys, but at least for me, I'm not going to just unsolicited walk up to someone and start talking with them i'm at least going to try to make eye contact and basically do the initial like swipe left swipe right right like if i make eye contact with someone you can see whether they want to be approached or not guys if you don't know that it is a thing you can tell if you have some semblance of interpersonal skills if someone wants to be approached so i feel like that's the initial like swipe right and then you go up and you have the same conversation it's just online and it could be someone from across town doesn't have but to be you're same person yelling at them at 100 bar. decibels within the bar <laughs> um so I've, I've speaking of dating i think we're gonna rewind past all this because f- get the fuck out of my life but i think there's one th- i think there's one sign of compatibility between friends lovers family members and curtis you found an article that you you sent us we have not talked about it yet and if either of you give anything other than one specific answer, I will blow up this entire show. I'm going to go never first. talk to either of you once again. I'm so Curtis, go please lay it, Curtis, lay it out and lay it on us. This is the only human way to brush your teeth. This is the section of, of activities to, to get to brushing your teeth. You take your dry toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Wait, Cur- Cur- Curtis, re- oh. before you do it, before you lay out the proper mm. thing, lay out the, mm-hmm. the scenario. Mm-hmm. What's the scenario? The scenario is you're going to brush your teeth for the night or the morning. Either way, I don't care. You're brushing your teeth. You have a dry yeah. toothbrush and toothpaste and a sink. Yeah. Here how do you go. how do you get that how do you get that business done? Here, here we go. Your, te- your teethers are dirty. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the only way. Any other way is not human. <laughs> done. You take the toothbrush with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You wet said toothbrush mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. hot or lukewarm to warm water. Mm. You place it right now. Fuck you. Warm water. Warm water. Fuck y'all. Okay. You place upon that brush toothpaste. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm back with you. And then you brush your teeth. Yeah. You brush Mm. your teeth. You spit out the the juice, as it were. Take that water. You get some mind controlling fluoride. Get some water. (laughs) You get it out of your brain. In a cup or a hand. I care what the fuck you do. What I was going to say before we get into the meat and potatoes of the issue. The question that we found online was apparently some dunces, some animals, some alien reptiles from the fourth dimension 
don't wet their toothbrush at all. They just put toothpaste on their toothbrush and go to town. And then put it right in their mouth? That's horseshit. put it right in their mouth. That's horseshit. And that's bad and wrong and horrible. So apparently some people wet their toothbrush and then squeeze the toothpaste into their mouth. What? (gasps) No. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the acceptable thing. Curtis, I I love you to death, but lukewarm water makes my mouth feel bad. I'm going to put cold water on the toothbrush. Wet that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Put some toothpaste on it. Yeah. Jam that sucker into my mouth and go to town. Okay. I like. No, I, I like, like it to I be like, as wet like as warm possible. Warm or hot water. That's fine. It's okay. That's fine. But water so I've on heard the my, paste before the paste goes on. So I've That's heard uh, rinsing with warm water, according to my sister, makes it. It just gets you cleaner, quicker. You don't have to like spit out the fluoride. But I like that good mind controlling fluoride. So I just I don't mind it one bit. Um, some people claim that you shouldn't. Uh, really rinse your mouth completely out from this toothpaste you should just spit it out and go yeah okay cia (laughs) i know you and i see you um okay so i think we're thank god we're all on the same page if any of our listeners do it differently please write to us and we will publicly shame you and mock you and out you to the internet I just, the, the idea of taking a dry toothbrush and then putting toothpaste on it and then shoving it straight into your mouth without any wetness whatsoever is like, it it's gross. And it's just, the tooth, the paste needs moisture to do its its good, clean work. All right, well, Michael, you want to close this out with a quick shower thought? Then I might close this out with a uh, real nice, no stupid questions. I thought this I one was pretty interesting. Um, shower thought from... Uh, Fenson98 on Reddit. One day, Rick, Rick Astley will die and no one will click on the headline. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I will that's not actually... be Rick rolled ever again. Period. Right? Like, that's yeah, like the, sure. one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Like, that's probably true. Like, everyone will be like, oh, sure, okay. Okay, Rick, we're not going to click on your fucking YouTube video again. Yeah, that's... Damn, although, that's a real bummer. Although, has... Even after all the Rickrolling things and the amount of times that I've heard the beginning of Never Gonna Give You Up, if it comes on like the radio or it comes on Spotify or something, I'm still listening to it. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't click on it, though. No, I don't, tr- I don't trust I that motherfucker. I would. I'm an old man. I don't trust anything that's like overtly Rick Astley anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I rarely trust links that people send me anyway, but like if something is adjacent to Rick Astley, there's no way in fuck I'm clicking on it. Um, I do have a, a real quick no stupid questions and then we can we can close out. All right. Uh this is from Reddit by user Road the Exile. God, Reddit's so stupid. Um is the president allowed to play contact sports? Say Trump gets gets it in his head that he's sick of all these fake news people on CNN and he starts challenging people to face him in the octagon, which he has done before in the squared circle of the wwe Mm. uh is he actually allowed to do that or would the secret service say it's too dangerous i bet the secret service would definitely say it's too dangerous he's too old and and too terrible he yeah i don't i don't think that the president of the united states is allowed to compete in blood sports i just really i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that 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 you're not allowed to punch the president of the united states in the face or, or, or actually, let's say Donald Trump wanted to enter the ring with with John Cena. Um, what if the Secret Service was like, "No, you can't do that," and Donald Trump was like, "Hey, actually, I'm the president. You can like lick my ball sack. I'm gonna get in that ring with John Cena." They can't really say no, can they? But he could do it if he wants to, though, right? No, That's he could. No, no. 
No, he's too old and frail and fat. Fucking I'm not fat. talking about physically. I'm talking about president. Yeah, obviously he's very fat and stupid and terrible and not fit at all. But presidentially, he could do it, right? Legally. If he, legally speaking, if the president of the United States was like, hey, Jake Tapper, no, no. sick of your dumb fucking mouth. I don't mouth, know if he could. Get into the octagon with me. No, I don't know. Cause I, think th- I think their job is to keep him alive. And he's too fat to actually keep alive by doing that. I don't know if they I'm could. I'm not going to say really they won't shoot Jake Tapper in the ring <laughs> if he's showing some signs So it's going to be like Gladiator where they stab him in the ribs right before he goes in. What I'm saying to you is it's it's a 73-year-old man who has bad health and bad habits of eating who they may say, you know what, he might die today, so let's save him. So I don't know. Well, I let's, don't, let's, I don't ignore, know. let's ignore the fact that it's Trump. If it was a fit human being and not a Cheeto yeah. dust-encrusted let's, let's blob rewind, of a person. Let's rewind from the, the president who thinks exercise is just <laughs> draining your daily battery and is not worth the human life. Um, well, okay, so let's just – let's say it was Barrio. And let's say Barry O was was preaching this news of fake news. And he, he was like, hey, Jake Tapper, you meet Octagon tomorrow. Would he no. be allowed no. to do it? No. I was watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And he did I saw it that with, too last week. Right? It was he nice. did it with, he did the one with Obama several several years ago. And they he tried to drive him out of the White House. And the Secret Service is like, no, you can't go. And well, that's because like, it was, no. that's because it was a Corvette. A stingray on the streets and of Barack Washington, And Barack Obama said, I'm the president. I can go wherever they want. And they said, no, no, you can't. And he well, said, they oh. Can't, yeah, they can't leave in an unsecured vehicle. Well, okay, Michael, what if they got rid of the fucking, hey, sacrilege, I know. What if they got rid of Michelle's vegetable garden and built an octagon right there? And the president was allowed to invite people to fucking dunk on them in the octagon. Did you just besmirch Michelle Obama? No, I did not. You do it? Okay, you're right. What if Michelle for a day was like, hey, I don't need I don't need carrots this this there season. Build me an octagon so uh, so Barack can feed his bloodlust. <laughs> and then Barack invited Jake Tapper into the ring and dunked on him nonstop. Would he be allowed to do that? Jake Tapper looks scrappy. Okay, sorry. Uh, actually, and and uh, fake fake news. Obama would do that. Sorry, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Strangle him with his bow tie. Okay, guys, I think that's gonna do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. It's been lovely talking with you. If you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Most weeks, rarely <laughs> weeks, I put up a blog post about each episode. I am actually gonna put one up about last week's epi- episode where. We talked about Michael's horrible, horrible diagnosis of the hit movie Interstellar. Uh, I will put that up along with a nice picture of his handwritten lyrics of Men in Black. Um, But yeah, you can find out more information there. Uh, And also, if you want to send us a message, you can reach us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every message we get, including messages to other fans of the show. So or just announcements that you want to make to the world at large so if uh you want us to read something on air or just want to say hi shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com and uh we will get that and read it on air so uh michael how else can people help us out yeah you can find us on all of your social media sites um at twitter facebook instagram we are at t-i-l-p cast tilt cast um please look for us there and follow us on there and also when you see us tweet something about the show please give us a retweet um or send us a comment um 
we love interacting with you guys. And uh, we also know that the best way to get other people to see us is for you guys to tweet, retweet us out to your friends. So we appreciate everyone who's been doing that. Um, and you can also follow us on your favorite podcast apps, um, you know, Overcast, Podbean, uh, iTunes, whichever one you use. Um, please subscribe there and give us a review or a rating if you get a chance. Um, and we would really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Curtis, we do another show that you are a main feature and star on. Uh, tell us about that. Yep. We do Longest Days of Our Lives, guys, where we talk about the episode by episode Chronicle of 24 TV series, which I am a, a newbie to and these guys have seen before and we have a good time doing it. And if you want to go ahead and subscribe to that, Longest Days of Our Lives, uh, go by the media and make it a podcast topic or not. I am drunk now. Yeah, you got so much drunker in the last two minutes. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. So what he said was that you can find Longest Days of Our Lives as well at your podcast sites. And you can uh, subscribe to us there. Curtis, Curtis, by the way, is just holding the pop screen to his mic in his hand and waving it around his room like a goddamn wizard trying to cancel out the sounds. Probably having mouth. your having your flight delayed and then immediately getting into your hotel room and pounding like half a bottle of bourbon was probably the wrong way to handle this Yep, one. yep. Bad idea. Well, everyone, thank Hashtag you so much for joining bourbon. us. Y'all, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I love you. I love you too, buddy. Too nice. <laughs> Good God. Thank you.